welcome to the Banker podcast series, Banking in Transition, where we explore how banking has changed through the COVID-19 pandemic and is adapting for the future. In this series, the Banker's editors are interviewing industry experts from around the world to gather insights and advice on specific challenges, best practices and innovations that can help banks and their customers as we move towards a new normal in banking. I'm Kimberly Long, age relative of the Banker, and today I'm speaking with Egal Rotem, CEO of Credorex. Thanks very much for joining me today, Egal. Thank you very much for uh, hosting me, Kim. So to begin with, how has the e-commerce space been impacted over the last year? E-commerce, um, I would say, from uh, more or less uh, the end of uh, Q1 2020, when uh, the pandemic uh, was announced by the World Health Organization as a, as a, as a global pandemic, uh, we have seen um, at the beginning of uh, different lockdowns in different places, and this encouraged people to um, start using uh, online purchases and start consuming more and more things that uh, they used to buy offline, but uh, but they felt more comfortable, or this was the only way for them to start uh, uh, buying uh, things that they needed. What we have seen is that many, many shops that uh, folks over the years with, uh, with uh, real stores and, and, and offline activity were forced uh, very quickly to adapt themselves to the new uh, reality and offered uh, a very good online uh, shops and very good line, uh, online experience. And therefore this was kind of uh, a trend that really helped uh, to boost up uh, e-commerce. And um, I would say from uh, mid 2020, e-commerce almost on all verticals have experienced tremendous growth. In certain areas, um, 50, 70% growth. In certain areas, 100% um, uh, of growth, uh, definitely compared to the previous years and definitely compared to uh, Q1. And once people um, started to shop online. Once people felt comfortable that, that this is working for them and this is this is the way that makes them happy and uh, they they used more and more of the um, online shopping, then, then really you can't go back. And this becomes a habit. The online activity that was introduced by, by the physical uh, stores uh, became the main channel uh, to satisfy customer uh, uh, requests and customer demand, and um, and especially the end of 2020, when when we experienced the second and the, even the third wave of uh, of the pandemic, uh, people realized that uh, this is the place uh, where they should be putting most of the investment, most of the marketing, and most of the uh, the, the customer experience. And therefore, I think uh, e-commerce is here to stay and will continue to grow rapidly over the next few years. As you say, there's been a lot of rapid change in the last year. So how have the retailers reacted to this change to keep pace with the customers? I would divide the retailers to two groups. Uh, One group um, are the retailers that um, most of their previous activity was offline, real stores, physical stores what they uh, used to to do most of their uh, trading. This is one group, the main chains. Uh, The second group 
are retailers that for the past few years had what is called omni-channel solution, which means they, they, they were selling offline, but uh, also they, they, uh, they developed a good e-commerce experience and a good online shopping and customers more or less split uh, between the physical stores and the online, uh, 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 online stores. The third group are the retailers that were online from the get-go. And these guys were either um, uh, online uh, games, different kind of services, such as online uh, translation, or every uh, type of service or a product that is more or less, uh, more or less uh, a soft uh, type of product. These guys um, built a strong e-commerce uh, offering and, uh, and definitely the pandemic just accelerated the use of, uh, of their websites. And we, we can see companies such as Wix, Fiverr, uh, Shopify, and others that uh, have experienced significant growth over the past few quarters. Um, if I would go to the second type of retailers, the omni-channel ones, uh, what we have seen because of the lockdown, because of, um, of, the, of the need uh, from them to offer their customers the, uh, the online experience uh, in much better way, and given the fact that the lockdown imposed that uh, the physical stores uh, uh, will be remain uh, shut down or very limited in their ability to, to host shoppers. They really accelerated the, um, the investment and, uh, and offer um, a very wide range of, uh, of products and services through their uh, online website. Um, we've seen a lot of, uh, of e-commerce uh, retailers that are actually going to uh, through the, uh, um, the, the localization of their um, online stores means that uh, if, if they used to provide the online experience in, in one or two languages, now they localize it uh, to many languages so, so they will be able to serve more comfortably and, uh, their uh, customers and potential customers. The first group that I mentioned were the, the big retailers, the one that uh, uh, used to have or still have a significant offline presence. The online was more of um, an add-on, but not really the channel that uh, they used to, uh, to meet the customers and used to, to push their, um, their product to the customers. This have changed significantly. Um, uh, retailers such as Zara and many high-end uh, retailers, uh, um, LVMH and, and all the, the high brands and, and luxury uh, uh, brands uh, that um, always uh, uh, had an e-commerce uh, presence, but it, it was not the, the main channel and go-to-market uh, for them. Uh, we've seen a tremendous change. And therefore, they realize that if they want to maintain their sales and they want to still continue and meet their customers, that the, that's the way to meet their customers. And you've seen a lot of marketing uh, budgets go to, uh, to these channels, and we've seen a lot of uh, activity go to these channels to support the, 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 the new reality, if you want. 
And um, I think that, that 2021 will be a continuation of this uh, phenomena uh, and uh, on, on some verticals and some, in, in some areas, uh, this will be uh, even accelerated uh, because uh, people realize that the pandemic is not going away, but it, it will change the way we, we, we behave uh, and respond to the new situation. And with all that in mind, what changes have been introduced in the back office to keep up with this rising demand and this change in consumer habits? The biggest change um, in back office um, came from, from, from the fact that uh, uh, e-commerce is, is, is becoming the bon ton and, um, and therefore um, all the retailers needed to, um, to do a lot of uh, activities um, on, on the back end, which, which starts with um, uh, immediately, you know, upgrade their, uh, their, their websites, um, uh, provide uh, much more utility payment methods, provide more, um, uh, more uh, variety of shopping cards, uh, ease the, um, the, 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 the checkout process for their customers, uh, and of course, invest significantly in packaging, in customer support, whether the customer support is, is real-time customer support or, or post-purchase, uh, uh, post uh, everything that, that involves the shipments, tracking of the shipments, and so forth and so on. Things that uh, they may used to do before, but it was not as significant as we've seen that um, over the past uh, few quarters. I think that uh, stores that um, their, their main focus uh, traditionally for many, many years was how I, I push the merchandise to the different stores and how I make sure that um, the inventory will be, will be managed uh, efficiently between the, the physical stores now it was complete uh, uh, change uh, because the, the, the e-commerce website uh, that is available to all the, the relevant uh, market and segmentation needed to uh, provide a, a very um, smooth experience, delivery and use of all the uh, shipment methods uh, force these companies to be significantly more efficient and be able to provide a very good experience to their customers because they uh, really expose themselves to uh, to many many different retailers and many different uh, uh, e-commerce providers. They were significantly more picky and more demanding, and we have seen that throughout the the evolution, I would say, of uh, of online retailing uh, over the past few quarters. And again, I think that uh, this trend uh, will continue even further as we move along. That was great. Thank you for joining me today, Yigal. Thank you for hosting me, Kim. Thanks very much. And you can keep up to date by subscribing to our weekly podcasts on iTunes, Spotify and Acast and follow our discussions at thebanker.com slash podcasts. 